Your experience at Joy Church will be unlike any church service you have ever attended before. We are not about religion. We are about a relationship with God the Father through His Son, Jesus Christ. At Joy Church, you'll hear live and vibrant praise and worship music. You will be loved and encouraged. You will be confident that your children will learn about Jesus in a fun and safe environment. You'll be assured that your youth will be loved and accepted not only for who they are, but challenged to become who they were created to be. At Joy Church, God's Word is delivered through creative, humorous, and relative teaching that will help you apply the Bible to your life. There is a place here at Joy Church just for you, where you can begin to develop a vibrant and exciting relationship with Jesus Christ and discover your divine destiny. Get ready as Pastor Jim teaches in his series, Get Wiser, Bud, Not Bud Wiser, Winning with Wisdom. Hey, if you're ever in our area, we would love for you to be our very special guest. Just visit our website, joychurch.net, for service times and special events. We're in our series to get wiser, bud, um, not Budweiser, and it all comes from the book of Proverbs, which is the book of wisdom, and um, I don't know about you, but I love Proverbs, and that's a book that I actually read from every day, because I just think there's so much wisdom in there, and every time you read it, you just get more pearls of wisdom, and it's awesome, Um, but our key scripture for this series is Proverbs 4-7 that says, wisdom is the principal thing, therefore get wisdom, and in all you're getting, get understanding. Now, when you first read that and you think, okay, wisdom's the principal thing, you might think, gosh, I never thought that wisdom would be the principal thing. If anything, it might be love or faithfulness or joy, especially here at Joy Church. Um, But it's wisdom is the principal thing. And why is that? Because wisdom is synonymous with the Word of God. And when you've got wisdom, it comes from the Word, and wisdom will give you the right thing to do and the answer to any question in life because it comes from the Word of God. And when you have wisdom, you'll have joy, you'll walk in faithfulness, and you'll be able to walk in love. And it comes from wisdom that comes from the Word of God. So, Uh, In our pursuit of wisdom that we are on here in this series, um, it's important for us to discover our purpose and the reason why God's placed us here on this earth. How many of you know that God designed each and every one of us for a specific reason and a specific purpose? We're not just here by accident. We're not just on a whim, you know, all of a sudden just poof, we just, you know, we're here for no reason. We have a specific design and purpose that God made us for, and we need to discover that Uh, As we're pursuing wisdom, there's a specific purpose and a path. And so that's what I want to talk to you about today is your purpose and God's path. Um, And I want to begin with this story. There was a a young woman who had uh, was just recently married and she was in her 20s. And um, she uh, went to the doctor and found out or she found out that she had endometriosis, which is a challenge in the female uh, organs. And so she had gone to her doctor and uh, he had recommended that she go ahead and get surgery. And so um, while the doctor was doing surgery, he had removed one of her ovaries and then one of the other, other ovaries he'd left in. But he, uh, uh, he told her afterwards, he said, now, I, I removed one of your ovaries, but the other one looked bad. He said, but just on a whim, I left it in. He said, but we'll have to see, um, you know, how things go. But he said, I just, I left it in there on a whim and we'll see, but it, it didn't look too good. So your chances of getting pregnant are slim to none. So... Well, she went back, 
And, um, and then, you know, she had a desire to have children. Um, and not too long after that, she actually ended up getting pregnant. And it was a total miracle. And, um, and when she, she had a baby boy and she named him Jim Freeze. That was Peggy Freeze's story. And so it shows you that God has a specific plan and purpose for you. He had a purpose for Pastor Jim to be born. And I believe even if, he, if the doctor would have taken out the other ovary, you know, God knew he needed to be here. So he would have done something to create something creative or do something in there to get him here because he had a reason to be here. Um, so I want to talk to you today uh, as we're pursuing wisdom about four purpose pathways. And the first one is God has a plan. All these are going to start with P, so it'll be easy to remember. But God has a plan. And uh, like I've been saying, you were created on purpose and by design. You're not just on a whim. Now, I know the doctor thought that that was just a whim that he left that in there. But let me show you a verse that ties in with this, and it'll explain it real well. Proverbs 16.9 says, A man's heart plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. And so that doctor thought he was just following just a whim, but it was actually the Lord directing him, even though he may not even been a Christian, but the God was directing him and saying, no, 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 don't take that out. <laughs> Leave that there. I need that there so I can, I can have Pastor Jim in the world. And so um, God has a plan, and, and from the very beginning of time, and I love this verse, from Psalm 139, 13, it says, before uh, I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you. And then it says in verse 16 that all the days ordained for you were written in my book before one of them came to be. Which means before the beginning of time, God had a purpose for us. He had a plan. He saw you and he designed us not only to be here on this earth, but to live here with a specific reason and a purpose in mind um, so that we can accomplish what, what he's called us to do in this life and not just suck air on earth for no reason. And he also puts you on this earth at this time. Some of you guys might be thinking, well, you know, I wish I was born like 100 years ago when life was simpler and there wasn't so much yuck going on in the world. Um, but God has a reason for planting you in this earth at this time. So we've got to discover the plan of God. Now, I want to give you a life point that will expound on this even more. It says God has a wonderful plan for your life, but not a wonderful life for your plan. And that's a real key to remember that God does. He's got an awesome plan, and we've got to discover it in his word and find out what that plan is for our life, but not just what we want to do and do our plan. Uh, Jeremiah 29, 11 says, um, I know the plans that I have for you that are good and not evil. So God's got good plans in store for you. Now, continuing on this pathway, the second uh, purpose pathway that we want to take, not only does God have a plan, but you have a purpose. And that's what we're talking about. This is the whole thing that I'm talking about tonight. Proverbs 19.21 is our key verse here in the NIV. You want to read it. It says, many are the plans in a man's heart, but it's the Lord's purpose that prevails. Now, how many know it's good for us to plan? It, that's a biblical principle for us to prepare and to plan. Um, but it, it is the Lord's purpose that ultimately prevails. Um, and uh, Ephesians 2.10 says that, I like this one too. It says, we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus to do good works that he foreordained from the beginning of time. So God has <coughs> good works in mind for us to walk out and to live out, and he's got a specific purpose for our life. And here's a life point that I love, and I really want to expound on this one here in a minute. Um, our destiny is to be discovered 
and not decided. And I, that's such a big thing. And it's, you can interchange destiny, purpose, however you want to say that. But our purpose has to be discovered by going to God rather than just decided. And I think what happens a lot of times, we as Americans and especially, um, you know, you think about when people graduate from high school and they're making their decision on college and what career to go into and what to major in, that um, a lot of times people just say, okay, God, I think I'm going to go over to that college because they got a good program in this. And so I'm going to go over there and, and do that. And they, come on, God, come bless it. And then they say, oh, you know what? There's a job over there in Atlanta, and I'm going to take that because that's got great money. Come on, God, come bless it. And then rather than discovering what God's purpose is for your life and finding out what is his plan, what did he create me for, what does he want me to do, we just run ahead and just say, okay, God, come bless it, come bless it. But that's why a lot of times people can end up frustrated and they can be like, well, why isn't this working out? Well, did you ever think to ask God if he, you were supposed to do that, <laughs> to acknowledge him in all of our ways? Uh, you guys know the scripture in Proverbs 3, 5 and, says, 5 and 6. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and don't lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. Okay, so if you think about, okay, if he's going to direct my paths, that tells me, as being the brain surgeon that I am, that if he's going to direct me, that means if, he, if he's going to lead me, he's got to be out in front, right? So if somebody's leading you on a path, they're not leading you from behind you saying, okay, go this way, go this way, you know. They're in front of you, and they're leading you, and that's what we got to do with God. We've got to acknowledge him in all of our ways so that he can direct our paths and, and, and say, Lord, what do you want me to do? What's the purpose that you have for me in life? Where do you want me to go to college? What do you want me to major in? Because, Lord, you know how you've created me. You know how you designed me and what things you put in me to do. So I want to do what you've called me to do. I'm not just going to run out and just go do this and do that and just say, come bless it. That's not the order that, that God uh, designed for us. So to discover your purpose, what do we have to do? I think Pastor Jim has said this before. Anytime you want to find out the purpose of something, you have to go back to the original designer, okay? So we got Toyota 4Runner cars. So if something happened with one of our Toyota cars, we wouldn't take it to the Ford dealership and say, okay, fix it, because they're not the ones that designed that car. We would take it to the Toyota place and say, okay, this needs to be fixed, and they would know how to do it because they're the designers of that car. Uh, so we have to go to our original designer, who is God, through the word of God and find out, God, what did you create me for? You've placed certain gifts in me. You've placed certain abilities in me to, um, to do what you've called me to do. So, so what is my purpose? And, um, I, you know, I think about all these inventions that people come up with to make our life easier. Okay, so sometimes uh, people create these different widgets, different little things that kind of help around the house or whatever um, to make your life simpler. But if you don't know what the purpose of that is and you find it in your junk drawer at home, I mean, how many ladies, if you're cleaning the house, you pick up something, you're like, what the heck? It's, not, it's something you've never used before or whatever, and you look at it, it's like, what is this? I'm going to totally throw this away. And then your husband's like, where was that thing that was in my junk drawer? You know, I use it all the time. You're like, oops, Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I picked that up, and I didn't know what it was. I threw it away. And he's like, no, I use it all the time. So anyway, you have to, you have to find out um, what the purpose of it is. And when you do, then you, you, you find out, okay, now I see why that's created. I see what that can do. That opens this, or it makes it easier to do this, or whatever. Um, and then it's like, okay, now, now that I know what it's for and the value of it, then I see it's essential to this world, and it's the same thing with us. When we find out what our purpose was, why, why we were created. 
who we're created to be and what we're created to do, then we become essential to this world. And it's like, okay, now I'm flowing in the way that God created me to fulfill what he's called me to do. So if you're sitting in here and you're thinking, okay, this is great. That's, I'm, I'm glad you're talking about purpose, but what is my purpose? And I tell you what, um, the reason why I'm, I'm uh, passionate about this one is because I hear in, in talking to uh, some of you ladies and different people um, uh, about just finding out what is my purpose. And this applies to everybody in whatever stage you're at. It's not just younger uh, teenagers or people that are in college trying to find out what they're called to do. But this is something that all of us deal with at different times because there's different seasons in our life. You have people that, uh, you know, mothers of young children who their purpose as, as moms, a lot of their focus and a lot of their purpose when they have young kids is to train those kids up and, and get them ready for life and get them prepared for going off to, to be married and, and to uh, fulfill the call of God on their life. So then once those children are, are grown up and they're out of the house, then sometimes people find themselves like, hmm, what do I do now? I spent 20, 30 years of my life investing in my kids, and that was kind of what I lived for. So now what's my purpose? Where's my significance? What am I created to do now? And so whatever stage you're in, this is a, an important thing for us to realize. And, and um, our purpose takes on different nuances and different um, emphasis as, as you go through different seasons in your life and as you uh, get older. It just kind of continues to, you, within the whole big framework, God continues to show you, okay, now I want you to focus a little bit more here. Or now it's going to take on a little bit different uh, emphasis over here now because of where you are or whatever. So now I, I, I can help you with one thing that all of us are designed to do. Um, and design for and what our purpose is for all of us. It's real simple, and if you want to adapt this as your life motto, feel free to. But it's two things that all of us have this purpose in mind, is to know God and to make him known. And that's so simple, and I love it, but it will keep you busy the rest of your life. And so, uh, and th that's such an important thing, though, to know God, and that's developing that intimate relationship with him on a daily basis. That's getting, spending time with him in his word and in, in worship and in prayer so that you're developing that relationship with God. That's what he created us in the first place for anyway. When he created Adam in the garden, he, he, he wanted man so that he can have fellowship with him. And so that's what he still desires with us is that relationship. So we get to know God. And then we don't just know God and stop there and be like, oh, this is great. Man, I got this great relationship with God. Oh, I'm so full of him. Yay. And you don't just stop there. He, he does it for a reason so that now you can go out and make him known to let other people know about him so that they can get to know him and then make him known some more. And then the kingdom of God just keeps growing and growing and expanding, and that's God's plan. So one purpose for all of us, and what I love about uh, how God's designed and created all of us is that all of us have different gifts. All of us are unique. And it takes all of us to be able to reach everybody in this world because not one person's gift can do it all. And that's why we're the body of Christ. Everybody is significant. Everybody has an important role. And we all express different facets of who God is, different parts of his character and his nature. He is the creator and everything in him, he's created us in his likeness and image. So when we do the, the, the gift that he's given us and we use it for his glory, we're expressing a part of God's nature. And so that's what's so cool is we all can show it in different ways, but all of us are designed to know him and to make him known. Now, let me talk to you on a practical side within this purpose. If you're still thinking, okay, 
So I, I can know God and make him known. Okay, so I'm still trying to hone in here on, on my purpose. So let me give you three practical ways <clears throat> that will help you kind of discover your purpose. Um, and I believe they'll put them up here on the screen for you. The first one is look at your strengths. And again, these are real practical. Uh, but find out, you know, what can I do well? What am I good at? You know, um, can you teach? Are you mechanically inclined? Are you creative and creatively inclined? Um, are you really good with people? Are you a good communicator? Are you a great problem solver? Whatever you're good at, take a look at that because these are some practical ways that will kind of help you hone in on and focus in on what God's called you to do to help you kind of narrow it down from this big, I don't know, to, okay, maybe this is why God put these things in me is for this reason. So look at your strengths. Number two, look at your interests. I, on this one, I think this is something that a lot of us kind of just kind of poo-poo and put to the side, like, eh, doesn't really matter. Or we think, well, okay, if I'm going to really serve God and go all in with him and give him every part of my life and make him Lord and do this thing, you know, guns out, then, you know, if I really submit to God, I know he's going to send me to China or he's going to make me do something that I hate doing. But that is so far from the truth. Uh, Psalms 37.4 says, when you delight yourself in the Lord, he will give you the desires of your heart. So the key is delighting yourself in the Lord, which just means honoring him, honoring him in his word and being flexible to say, God, whatever you want me to do, I will do. But where do you think those desires in your heart came from? You ever think about that? God put those desires in your heart, okay? Because it can be a sign. It, could be, it can be an indicator of part of what your purpose is. You know, so what are my interests? I, what do I, I you know, I, I enjoy doing certain things. Now, I must say this to balance this out. They have to be sanctified interests because if you like robbing banks or knocking off 7-Elevens, you can forget that. That ain't God. Okay, so they do have to line up with the scripture, you know, you have to have your interest lined up, you have to delight yourself in the Lord, not just crazy, crazy interest, um, but, <laughs> uh, but you have to look at what do I enjoy doing, because a lot of times um, those are indicators, it's like, you know, God put those desires in me for a reason, um, because it's going to be something, God wants us to enjoy our labor, he doesn't want it to just be treacherous and hard and cruddy. He wants it to be fun. He wants it to be enjoyable. And I'm not, I'm going to say it's not without challenge. There's going to be challenges that you have to push through, but it's going to be something that you enjoy doing. All right. Third practical way that you can help discover your purpose is look at your influence. Um, who do I have an impact on? Who, who do I get an audience with or who really gravitates towards me? Um, sometimes, you know, you can kind of tell, like, sometimes people are just kid magnets. I mean, they get in a room and all the kids just like, whoop, go right to them because they're just like, you know, they have, they have an influence in, in children. Or sometimes people really have, have a heart towards um, the older generation or like homeless people or whatever, people in prison or, you know, so, so it, who, where is my influence? So those things, your strengths, uh, your interests, and your influence can kind of help you hone in on what's my God-given purpose. So from that and then seeking God's wisdom again through the word of God in Proverbs, we're talking about getting wiser, bud. that's why wisdom is the principal thing. Um, that, that's one way that God can start revealing to you some of your purpose. And, you know, pastor talks about all the time how we have to have purpose beyond our pain. And um, some of you might be thinking, well, you know, I'm really going through some hard stuff right now. I've, you know, I'm just kind of overwhelmed in my life, and I don't really, am not even thinking about my purpose because 
I can barely get up in the morning, or I can barely, you know, do what I'm doing every day. Uh, but you have to, if you can begin to start looking at how can I, dis- how can I fulfill my purpose just today? And in the small things, Start being faithful with your purpose on a daily basis. You know, I think so many times we, we start thinking, okay, i got to find my purpose, and it's got to be this, the, the big picture. God, just show it all to me, you know. Um, but he doesn't do that. He, he, he trains us in the small things and watches how we're faithful with those little things. And then when we're faithful with this little purpose today, then, okay, now I'll give you something else next week and another thing another day. And you just keep being faithful in the little, in the little P, in the little purpose today. God, who do you want me to give to? How can I encourage somebody today? How can I use the gifts that you've given me to bless somebody today? And then as you're faithful with that, then over time, that'll lead you now. Now it's like, okay, now I see this is leading me to where God has me ultimately in my overall purpose, but I got to be faithful in those small things and the small P so I can get to the bigger purpose, right? And the other cool thing with uh, our purpose, like I uh, mentioned a little bit earlier, is that you never just arrive at your purpose and say, okay, I've, you know, I've accomplished my purpose. That's great. Here, I did it. I'm done. No, it continues. You can, like I said, different seasons of your life. Um, God will say, okay, now within this overall scope of your purpose, now I want you to kind of focus a little bit here and, and then maybe emphasize this a little more or here's, here's kind of a new season that you're in and so I want you to kind of do this. So that all uh, uh, is part of our purpose and it's such a wonderful thing to realize when you have purpose that your life is just, you're just not here on a whim and kind of walking aimlessly through life. We've got purpose. Amen? All right. So not only does God have a plan and you have a purpose, but number three, there's a path. There is a specific path for you to walk on that God designed for you. Proverbs 4.18 is our scripture here, and it says, The path of the just is as the shining light that shines more and more unto the perfect day. So it tells you God has a specific plan, a specific path for you to walk on, a predestined path for you to walk on. Like I mentioned before, Ephesians 2.10 says that God uh, created us in Christ Jesus for good works that he foreordained from the beginning of time. So he had a plan all laid out for your life. So it's important for us to stay in the path. Now, this minister almost got off the path. Watch. You're checking out my lawnmower. Yes, uh, I need a new lawnmower. Tell me, tell me a little bit about this thing. This is going to be great for you. I'll tell you, it's a bronze edition. It's uh, just below average. It's a 6.75 horsepower, self-propelled. All four of these wheels still roll. Good condition. I, I wouldn't do that. Once you get it started, there's not going to be a problem with it. Is there a problem with the lawnmower getting started? I wouldn't say a problem with it. It's just you prime it and then you curse at it and then it'll get started. I've got to cuss at this thing. Yes sir, you have to swear at it, preferably four letter words, and then it'll get right up for you. I've been a pastor for 30 years. I haven't said a cuss word in 30 years. You want me to cuss at this thing? I'm telling you pastor, you tug on that string a few times, those words are going to come right back to you. (laughs) I love it. That's awesome. So... That minister almost got off the path, so we got to stay on the path, right? Stay on God's path. So our life is not by chance, like I said before. It's an intentional path to walk on every day, and that's what makes life so exciting 
is that God has something for us to accomplish in our purpose every single day. Um, and let me give you this life point. <coughs> Excuse me. It says you can get anywhere you want to go as long as you're willing to take enough small steps. Isn't that good news? That's good news. So if you just keep taking the next right step and staying on this path that God has for you, then you'll eventually get to your purpose, like I said before. Stay faithful in those small things. Um, Psalm 1611 says, you've made known to me the path of life. So God wants you to know what your path is. Uh, he's not trying to hold it back. He wants you to know what it is so that you can fulfill your purpose because that's, that's why he designed you. All right. So the last step in our pathway, not only do we, does, does God have a plan, we have a purpose and there's a path, but number four, this is a process. Huge point. It is a process. In other words, it doesn't happen overnight. It takes time. Uh, and we can't get impatient with that process. Our verse here is Proverbs 16.3, and it's actually in the NIV version, that says, commit to the Lord whatever you do, and your plans will succeed. Uh, in the Amplified, I love that. Your plans succeed. It says your thoughts will be established and become in line with his will, which I love that. So it's a process. It doesn't happen overnight. It's, it's something that takes time. Uh, discovering your purpose and walking in your purpose, like I said, you've got to be faithful in those little things, and over time, you'll eventually get to your purpose. Now, you do have to submit to the process, be willing to go through that process, and you can't get impatient with the process, right? All of us are Americans, man. We want our burger. We want it now. We want it the way we want it. The microwave's not cooking my popcorn fast enough. Hurry, hurry, hurry. You know, so we're impatient as Americans, but with this process, we got to not get impatient like this. Shut kid. I'm the Tooth Fairy. I'm tired of waiting. I don't have all night. <laughs> I love it. Man, even the Tooth Fairy. The Tooth Fairy was getting impatient. It was like, you'd think the Tooth Fairy would be happy, you know. And he was like, come on, give me your tooth. So we've got to understand this is, <laughs> this is a process. <laughs> and let me give you this life point because this will help us understand this even more. Life is simply a series of making the next right decision. Love that point. It's one of Pastor Jim's nuggets, of course. And it is just making the next right decision. That keeps it so simple so you don't get overwhelmed with everything. But if I can just make the next right decision. And that's why wisdom is so important. Because wisdom is the principal thing. And it comes from the word of God. And whenever you have wisdom, wisdom is always right. Wisdom always knows the right thing to do. So when you get wisdom, you're going to be right, and you're going to know the right thing to do in every situation. Why? Because it's the Word of God, and that is always right. So just keep walking on God's path, seeking His plans for your life. Be faithful here in the local church. Pastor just mentioned we've got those Step Into Joy classes that are coming up. That's a great way for you to be faithful and to begin using the gifts that God's placed in you so that you can discover your purpose. And a lot of times if you don't know what your purpose is, you hook your, your little boat to the bigger ship and you'll find out your purpose. And so that's what we're inviting you guys to do is to get involved here so that you can fulfill your purpose in the small things by being faithful here. Just a little side note for our... Stepping into joy classes, just wanted to mention. Um, so you can start today, you guys. Um, 
with the purpose for all of us to know God, make him known. And then seeking him as to what, you know, what exactly, why have you created me and, and what is, why have you designed me this way? Some of you guys might be thinking, you know, I'm, I'm so different from everybody else in my family. Why, why am I this way? Well, God puts certain gifts and things in you. Um, so I want to finish with this story. There was a, a young woman uh, and uh, gentleman that got married in their 20s. And uh, he was in medical school. And so they got married and she... Uh, they had children. They had two. They had a boy and a girl, and they were thrilled with that because they were like, yay, okay, we wanted a boy and a girl, and we got it, so we're, we're happy. Our family is complete, and we're, we're good to go. So then five years later, she ends up pregnant, and it was a total surprise. She was not expecting it, and, and actually, she was thinking, I didn't, this wasn't part of my plan, and, uh, you know, now I'm older, I'm in my 30s, my husband's in residency, and so we were, we were doing fine, we didn't really want another child, so she talked to one of her friends, and she was saying, you know, I'm really, I'm really thinking about maybe going to get an abortion, because I, didn't, I wasn't really planning this uh, pregnancy at all, and it's kind of not the best time, and all that, and so her friend said, no, 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 you, you, you really shouldn't do that, because that's a life that God's placed in you, you know, you need to keep this baby, so she convinced her, and she kept the baby, and she ended up having a girl, and it was me. So, there you go. <laughs> so, it shows you. And I do want to say to cover my mom and dad, they were not saved at the time. They, they didn't know any better, so it doesn't make them look bad. And it was, it was a thought that they had, you know, considered, but it obviously didn't, you know, they didn't spend too much time thinking that. They went ahead and had me, and here I am. So, praise God. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, <laughs> thank you. So God had a plan, even though they were thinking that God had a plan. So I want to just tell you a little bit of my story because as I'm talking about how this is a process, I want you to see how God works and how he worked in my life and this process that brought me to where I am in my purpose too. So and the cool thing about our purpose is that when we first get saved, God doesn't just tell you, okay, you're saved, praise God, you've got Jesus in your heart now, here's your whole purpose for the rest of your life. And we'd be like, oh gosh, that would overwhelm us. And so he doesn't show you the whole thing, he just gives you little glimpses here and there through your life. So I want to show you, uh, this took place in my life. So I got saved when I was five, you guys have heard pastors say that. And then in junior high, when I was about 10 or 11 or 12 years old, um, I went to a youth camp, and um, at the youth camp they had an altar call, after the praise and worship for anybody that felt called into ministry. And then this was, you know, for like junior high, senior high kids. And, um, but I tell you, during that altar call, I just had a tug in my heart. And I was like, I didn't really know what that meant. You know, 10, 11, 12 years old, you're not really thinking that. But I just, inside my heart, I was like, me, that's me. I'm called to ministry. I was like, I have no idea what really that's going to mean. But I have something in my heart that says I want to be in ministry. And so that was in junior high. That was a little glimpse. That was my first glimpse when I was in junior high, okay? Fast forward, I get to high school. I'm a junior in high school now. We're on vacation at the beach. And um, I wake up one morning while we're there, and as soon as I woke up, I remembered this dream that I had from the night before, and it was very vivid. It was very clear, and I just was like, it's never happened before like that. And I, so I, I wrote it down, and I was like, this is interesting, and I, 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 I could tell what it meant, and I, I remember telling my mom and dad what the dream was, and while I was telling them the dream, I just started crying, and it was the Holy Spirit that was all over it, so it was a dream that God gave me. It was the only dream I've ever had in my life, never since then. It was only one time, and I will say this. God primarily speaks through his word. Um, he does give dreams from time to time, but it is not a dream a week. 
Uh, sometimes people kind of get flaky with that and say, oh, I've had a dream, another dream, a dream. Uh, a lot of times that's just pizza that you ate the night before, so <laughs> it ain't from God. But, um, but I want to just balance that out because the main way he does speak to us is through his word. But this was a once-in-a-lifetime thing. I had a dream, and I just knew it was the Lord, and what it was about was my singing. I had sung since I was five all my life in church, in school, done solos, done plays, done musicals and shows and all that. So I was quite the little performer. Um, and so I was used to that, and God knew that. But he placed those things in me, and so God had to set me straight as to what the music ministry that I had was for. And so in that dream, it showed me exactly why I had the gift for, for singing, and I just saw this picture. I was in this auditorium, and I saw this lady. Um, I was sitting on the front row at this big church, and she was going up to sing, and I was looking at her like, oh, come on, really? Because um, I just thought, you know, she was not that good looking. She was a little overweight, and she got up to sing, and I was thinking I could totally get up there and do a better job than she's going to probably do. But... Um, but anyway, so I saw her come up on the stage, and this is what the Lord uh, showed me so, so uh, clearly, is as soon as she started singing, I saw that whole audience, and it was huge. I saw that whole audience. There was just like a hush across the whole place, and just the anointing of the Holy Spirit just went out and just like ministered, and I saw people just worshiping and people just getting ministered to. And I was like, and I was looking around like, Wow. And then I woke up, and that was my dream. And, and as soon as I got up, I was like, that's what my gift is for. It's to allow God to flow through me to minister to people and to let the Holy Spirit do his work in people's hearts. It's not so I can get famous and do my own thing and use this gift for the world. It's for God's glory. So that set the course for my whole way that I set up all the praise teams all 28 years that we've been doing ministry. So there again, there's a glimpse towards my future. Fast forward now, I get to college. I graduate from ORU. I thought for sure I was going to meet my husband there. And I was like, come on, 5,000 people that are all saved? i got to get a husband here. <coughs> Wrong. <laughs> so, but you know, God knew who I needed. So after I graduated, God brought Pastor Jim back into my life. And it was awesome. And he's exactly who God designed for me. And uh, he, he had a total purpose for us to be together. And uh, so anyway, to make a long story short, we got married. And then we were, went right into youth ministry. And, and what's so cool is that uh, in youth ministry, we set up our youth ministry the exact same way, structure-wise, as what we're doing today in Joy Church. We had youth leaders, we had youth greeters, youth ushers, we had youth counselors, we went on missions, we had youth uh, pray, you know, I mean, we just, everything that we do here, uh, just on a larger scale, started back there with some of the foundation. What were we doing? We were being faithful in the little things that God gave us to do. We just, we just were faithful here, faithful here. We got a glimpse of what our future was going to be, but we had, it's a process. It takes time. You just keep stepping on that path that God has for you, and then you eventually come into your purpose, and now we're walking in our God-given purpose, and now we're helping other people find out their purpose so you guys can walk in it too. Amen? That's how God's kingdom works. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, <clears throat> as you understand these four pathways, God has a plan, you have a purpose, there's a path, and this is a process. As you, as you 
uh, discover those things in your life, then you'll find out what your purpose is and God's path for your life. As we continue to pursue wisdom through the word of God, then we'll get wiser, bud.